Hello, and welcome to the Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast by three sisters who live in three different cities, are at three different life stages, and have three different perspectives. They are excited to learn and grow alongside of you. This is a space full of love and acceptance, no judgment, because let's face it, we all sleep in our makeup. Please welcome Lauren, Megan, and Kristen. Hey everyone, welcome to another week. We are so excited to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Let's Make Art. I was so excited to find this company because my two daughters, who are six and three, are art obsessed and we cannot keep supplies in our house. And I also have never really been into art myself, so I don't always know what to buy. If you go to their website, it's letsmakeart.com. is really cool because you can do subscription boxes and they have kids subscription boxes. So that provides like your little artist to just be creative and it gives them step-by-step instructions with the supplies, free video tutorials. And it just kind of helped at least me take like the guesswork out of my kids' art and just watch them use their imagination. So it's really cool. And then they also have adult subscription boxes too, like watercolors and all sorts of stuff. So definitely check them out. I know for me, it takes a lot of mental space and time to set up arts and crafts for my kids. And so let's make art honestly just makes it so much easier. They have amazing products and tutorials and they are offering our listeners 20% off your first order. We will put the link in our show notes. It is zen, Z-E-N dot A-I slash girl. I slept in my makeup and you'll receive 20% off your first order. I hope you check them out either for your kids or for yourself. It's definitely worth looking into. Thank you guys. And we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, sisters. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm a baby while talking into the microphone. I feel like this is impressive, right? I know. Yeah. I was like, I was going to say, are you, are you awake right now? Or <laughs> I'm a little bit in a cloud. It's also like about to start thunderstorming here. So that I think is contributing to my cloudiness feeling. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. And Wait, a newborn. Yeah. Speaking of clouds, it's so funny. Our sermon uh, church this past Sunday was actually really uncomfortable for me. Oh, I've been meaning to tell y'all about it. It was about, and I don't know why it was so uncomfortable for me. It was about heaven, okay, and like what heaven is, and like what to expect. And he was like, you know, Hollywood doesn't really do us any favors because literally, heaven is like us playing harps on a bunch of clouds. Or, you know, uh, Morgan Freeman in a random building by himself. Like, (laughs) just like talking about how we're just, everyone's is so, we're more excited for our 401k or like to retire in our 401k than we are about heaven. Yeah. Um, And so he was just trying to give us a a perspective of what heaven actually is. And he, he was saying how it's, we actually know it more than we think. He was like, I mean, just look around you. And obviously, I'm not going to say the sermon as well as he did. But basically, just like, you know, in the Bible, it says heaven is a new earth. So like basically, Jesus or God makes heaven or earth like perfection, basically. So like we can't even 
understand how amazing it's going to be. But like, I don't know, it just put it in a different perspective for me that I've never heard before. But I think because mom is there, like it was like making me uncomfortable because I was just, it like really scares me, I think. Like I'm scared that like, what if she doesn't like it or like, you know, things like that. And so I was like, well, apparently I needed to hear about this because I'm so uncomfortable right now. Like, Yeah, I was going to ask you like what part made you uncomfortable, but I guess you just answered that. Like just imagining mom there. Yeah, imagining mom there and like and going there is just an uncomfortable feeling for me. And it's just it's just a hard topic for me. And I think like I deal pretty badly with anxiety and my anxiety has gotten worse especially after I don't know if we've talked to I think we have talked about this on like the podcast about our good family friends getting in a really horrible car accident and they're you know both parents lost their life and I think mm-hmm. after that like my anxiety has gotten even more intense um mm-hmm. just like always you know being afraid of losing people and like yeah in, in, in a tragic way um yeah well we have had a lot of that over the past two years unfortunately so yeah. between mom and Danielle and the Cunninghams and yeah. You know. So I've just, I don't know. I've just, I'm really struggling with anxiety right now. And like Michael, you know, I sometimes find it hard to go to sleep. Like I can't sleep and it's just, you know, Michael and I have discussed like anti-anxiety, like, cause it's like, it's so hard. Cause like I go to Jesus and I'm like, God, take this away. Like, but it's just, I don't know guys, it's just a real struggle. So, and it's something yeah. I'm dealing with and I have a question for you and I don't know if this will be sensitive, but like when you were hearing like back to the sermon about heaven and the anxiety feelings come up, I know I felt similar. And I think what changed that for me is there was like a cellular deep belief in that. Like there's one thing to like know the story of Jesus and really believe it. But I think when you like, there's this other level of belief of like, Jesus really did die on the cross for us. Yeah. And it's hard to get to that level of belief because we can't see it. You know, we can't see heaven. We can't see, we don't see what happened. It's all, you know, in the history in the past and it's all stories and it's hard to like really get to that level of belief, I think. But I think for me, diving every day deeper into the Bible and really like every second almost that I start to feel all of those feelings of fear and like that tragedy can happen at at any turn, you know, I just like go straight to God. Like, I mean, not even just daily. It's like you have to do it by every minute. Um, And I'm not saying the anxiety is not there and it's not valid. I just was trying to think of like – for me, when I think of mom in heaven now, I used to be super fearful of like death and afterlife and be so confused by it. But now like I really picture her and I feel to the depths of my soul, like she is the happiest she's ever been. And she, like when I know you were talking about an example of that, sorry, I'm kind of rambling, but an example of it was when you were sad that she didn't get to go travel to Ireland and to things she wanted to do, I felt like this deep knowing from her that like, oh my gosh, I get to see it in a way that y'all don't understand. Like it's more beautiful than you could ever imagine the way I'm getting to see 
the earth. Yeah. You know? And I mean, that's so. exactly what the sermon was about. You know, it was, that's exactly yeah. what it was. And th- so that was beautiful and it, it made it, it did make me feel better, but then it is, I don't know. It's a struggle for me. Like it's like yeah. right after mom died, I had such clarity and I was there. Like I felt like the immense presence and knowing what is yeah. true, but then it's like, it's almost like I get, there's things that get in between that clarity well, Does that the make devil. sense? Yeah. I, I mean, in my yeah. mind, it's the enemy trying to get in your way and doesn't want you yeah. to believe because how freeing that was for you to feel that after mom passed, you know, and he doesn't want us to feel yeah. that way. Right. Well, and I know you're not alone, Kristen, because I totally. know several people who struggle with irrational thoughts and especially at nighttime. Like I have a lot of friends that say like, as soon as my head hits the pillow, it's like not just about death, but just anything, you know, whether it's about their children or their family or themselves or whatever. It's like, I think irrational thoughts are very common and anxiety around that. For sure. I mean, well, I think too, I did not, I did not grow up with anxiety. You know, this is not something I've struggled with my whole life. So I think mm -hmm. because of that, it feels so real. Like it feels so intense and real because I'm like, I didn't feel this way. Most majority of my life, I didn't struggle with this. So it has like, as y'all know, like when I travel, that's when it gets the worst, especially if I have to fly. It's just like these feelings come over me where I'm like, either I'm going to die or somebody else I know is going to die. And I don't know. Well, and I think when we experience any type of trauma and especially like a unexpected death, like we have yeah, yeah, numerous times, I think that it does become a reality where your our brain is like, okay, so this it's possible. really can happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. like the whole saying, like live your day like it's your last. There's a reason why that became a saying because- it yeah. could be our last. Yeah. So I think it's like, a str- I, I hear you and where it's like, you know, that sometimes your brain goes to unrealistic thoughts, but yeah. it's like, how do you cope with that? And like, maybe just learning tools of how to get your brain switched back over. And I know for me, like I literally just, I don't so much struggle in that way, but anytime I'm having a thought that I know isn't like a thought that serves me. Sometimes I don't know what tool to use. And so I literally just say Jesus's name like over and over and over. (laughs) Yeah. And it really does like that might sound weird to some people, but it really does shift shift and that works for me. Um, Or I use mom's term that she always used and says in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you, Satan. Yeah. Um, But I do think there's power in that. But the other thing that I was just going to add I think, Megan, to your point about just experiencing this whole another level of, and I, sometimes I don't like this word, but it's just like surrender, you know? Yeah. And I know there was a point in my life where I'm like, okay, well, that sounds great and all, you know, like surrendering my life sounds (laughs) great, but to actually do that. And I wish that there was like a how-to step-by-step, but I think it's just so personal for all of us. and. Yeah, You know, so it's just so hard to um, even really share, like, how do you get there? But when I was going to say with Kristen being the youngest, I feel like I step into like advice mode and like want you to feel like the wholeness. So if I, but I want you to feel like heard too, like Lauren said, it's so common with anxiety 
And if you want us to stop with the advice, just let us know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that quote that we posted on our Insta the other day, it does hold true. Like I think the majority of us just want to feel heard and listened to and loved more than yeah. we're asking for advice. And I try to remember oh. what mom taught us of like, don't give advice or opinions unless you're asked for them. <laughs> but that's hard, you know, especially no. when it does come to loved ones, because it's like, you just want to make them better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you just want to fix it and be, yeah, no, yeah. honestly, it's funny you say that. Cause I didn't even, I wasn't even thinking that I think being the youngest of four kids, I am so groomed and uh, it's just so normal for me Oops. to like have, you know, multiple people be like, this is, and I feel bad because I think because I'm the youngest, I, I don't do that to y'all. So I do it to all my friends and all my, <laughs> so my poor friends, like I have a friend who's three years younger than me. And I feel like I'm always like, it's like payback on her because of all the things I had to go. No, <laughs> that is so funny. I love it. Yeah. So well, at least you kind of understand us a little bit more when you are giving advice to your friend. <laughs> yeah, no, I no, I always appreciate like that. That's part of because I know if I tell y'all something, that's what I'm going to be getting. Yeah. Um, 90% of the time. So I, <laughs> if I'm telling you, that means I want that. So Okay, good. <laughs> that is yeah. so funny. I was just going to say another question. And I know, Kristen, when you were getting on your flight and I texted you this, but it's just to ask ourselves, like, is this thought that I'm having, is it actually real? Because yeah. it's probably not. <laughs> or like, has this actually happened? Probably not. So I don't know. I don't know how to like get our brains there, but it's just like, for me, that switches it really quick where I'm just like, yeah, what am I doing? I'm wasting stupid energy on this, you know? Right. Or well, not help. Yeah. It has a lot to do with trauma in the brain. And like, we've interviewed some really good people that have brought that up. Cause as soon as you said, when you travel, you have anxiety, it's because we were traveling when mom accident happened. Like I have right. the same I have the same anxiety about traveling, but I don't think I have it as deep just because I, you've had a few more traumas in your life too. Yeah. And it hurts me to like even think about that. But it's, I think our amygdala, wait, I didn't say that right. Amygdala. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the fear center in your brain. It's yeah. really just your brain reacting. Like you can't control that. It's your actual like brain signals telling you like, hey, you need to protect yourself right now. And so I think it goes back to doing brain work on like what I did, the ART or something along those lines within therapy so that when you are in those anxiety modes, you can um, your brain is going to re-signal you back to like a clearer state of mind versus like you having – it's not you. Does that make any sense? Yeah. I mean, I agree. I think that's definitely, and I don't know if y'all remember this, but I also got the news of Mama passing as we were taking off on a flight to China. Oh, wow. So yeah. like I've had a lot of things happen around flying for, and I just, and I already don't like to fly. So you can imagine like, but now it's like, like I'm, a, I'm supposed to fly this Friday and my anxiety starts to happen like a week before I'm supposed to fly. And it's just like, mm. it's excruciating. I like, I can't, it's debilitating. It's, I just feel so bad for anyone who goes through this as well. Um, yeah, I do too. My tennis coach was sharing. So he's the tennis coach for the university here. And obviously they travel all the time. 
and he has to drive everywhere because he has a fear of flying too, but it's more stems from claustrophobia. Is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. Um, And so he was sharing that he's done, he was just sharing all the different treatments that he's done, even like hiring the best person at the hospital here to it. Like his theory was to put him in the situation to where he had to like force himself through the fear and that didn't turn out well. He was like telling me all the stories of what happened. They even locked him in an elevator at the top of the hospital floor after hours and made him be stuck in there for 45 minutes. Oh so I know. That when, like torture. I know. So I don't know. All that to say that you're not alone. But I wanted to add kind of going back to what we were talking about in the beginning, just about like fully immersing yourself with God and like the belief that we are one is sometimes where if I'm ever feeling, I don't know, just not in tune, I always come back to the question and I ask myself like, Lauren, why in the world (laughs) would you question or, you know, have an anxiety around this when like if if I believe that God is our creator and he did all of this, you know, like that's so much bigger than us. Like how could I ever question that, you know? And I think we're human, so we do yeah. question it. But when I ask my, when I bring myself back to that thought, it always kind of like gets my brain back in the right spot. Like, okay, so if I did die tomorrow or my biggest fear is like something happening to my child. If that did happen tomorrow, like, I don't know. I trust, I trust God, you know? And I think that it can yeah. take a long time to get there. I don't know, but I well, think just thinking gathered, of it big picture. Yeah. I th- what I've gathered from y'all, what you're saying, cause I, like I said, I, I get, I had such clarity and now it feels like there's a, there's a, something in front of it and it's growing and to how to stay within that clarity is diving into the Bible focusing on that relationship by because that's what I'm hearing is like what you know getting with Jesus and God every day like and how are you doing that is kind of what I'm gathering is how y'all stay in that clarity yeah and I think that that's not an easy it's easier said than done and I think just like anything in life you know if you're wanting to get in shape you have to work like I think that it takes a lot of commitment and a lot of work. That's not to say that it's hard, but I will say that I, I crave that time every morning and for better or worse during the worst of our grief, my grief over the past couple of years, I sacrificed so many other things in my life, (laughs) not to my benefit, you know, like my health and, um, be in my opinion, like being a mom and a wife and, but the one thing that I was not willing to give up was that time with God. Cause that was my sanity. Um, yeah. and so I think once just like with anything else, like once you kind of start, it becomes a habit and then it's just becomes a part of you. But yeah, it's like sometimes I know that cause I've definitely gone through seasons where I wasn't reading the Bible every day and spending time with God every day. And when I would hear that, it's like, Oh, you know, but I think too, like releasing the guilt around that too. If you're in a season where that's not happening, like it's okay. Cause we have a God full of grace, you know? So yeah. there's never, 
Like it's never too late and he's always there. That's the cool thing. He's not going yeah, anywhere. Yeah. For sure. The struggle is it. real, folks. No, I didn't mean to get so uh No, thanks for sharing. Deep. Yeah. And I um, love I kinda wanna like hear that pastor sermon about heaven. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you the link. It's okay. you can watch it all uh online. So I actually would love for y'all to watch it. And and if anybody cares, I guess we could share the um the link because they put all of their sermons up on YouTube. So yeah, it's a, well, it was think, a really great sermon. That's awesome. I've actually listened to, I don't know if you were like ready to listen to this type of stuff, but I've listened to quite a few stories too of people who have um, died and gone to heaven and come back. Yeah. And it's really interesting to me as well because their stories are all not exactly the same, but very similar um, right. for when they meet Jesus. So I feel like yeah. that, it helped me to to just imagine mom, you know, just getting to meet Jesus. Like that's the <laughs> ultimate goal. So right, yeah. And I feel like that's like her ultimate goal in life was that you know, like she yeah. honestly couldn't wait. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing that I've heard, and I don't know if it was our aunt who shared this or somebody, but since mom's died, something that I had never heard about heaven is that there's a thought out there that, or I don't know, like if some, Megan, if it's one of your stories that you're saying, but supposedly there's like a heavenly nursery for all the like babies and children that have. I think I told you about it. Heaven. Oh, okay. There's but, a guy's story and I'm going to blank. Debbie did send it to me though. I think yeah. she sent it to all of us. He went to okay. heaven and he got to like go, he didn't get to go into heaven cause he was coming back, but they, he got to like see what it was like. Mm. And it is like earth, but like everything's imperfection. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, that thought just comforted me because mom just loved children so much and was so passionate for them. And so yeah. the, I- the idea that she's up there just <laughs> holding and loving on all the babies and, um, yeah. you know, yeah. so. Well, and me and Natalie have talked about that. My friend who lost her baby, she's like, do you think your mom's holding Charlie? And I'm like, I really do. Like, I really yeah. think she is mm-hmm. hanging out totally. with Charlie. Yeah. Um, and then I was going to tell y'all, it's really sad, but it, it kind of went along with what we kind of just talked about. One of my neighbors, um, just lost her mom and it was like a very shocking, traumatic thing. And so she's, I know I feel so horrible. It's just like the weirdest thing when I don't know how y'all handle it or if you've had somebody have something, it wasn't a car accident. So it wasn't like the exact same thing, but it was like shocking, traumatic, like where her husband like found the mom and it wasn't expected. And so I just, I don't know, like the words to even say, it's like when you've been through something, it almost just like takes your breath away when you know what that feels like to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't know, like, what would y'all say to somebody that, has also lost their mom. Is there anything that's like been, you know, that kind of helped get you through those beginning days? I sent her like a long list of everything and um, hopefully some of it helped, but I just thought I'd ask you guys too. I mean, for me, one of the biggest things, I remember a friend who I hadn't heard from in years, we grew up together. She had lost her mom like within the, a few years of when mom passed and she sent me this long message of just like, you know, relating to like, I know, you know, basically telling me about losing her mom. And 
what she went through and what helped her, which was the biggest thing for her was, oh gosh, I just blanked on what it's called. I went to it. Uh, grief share. Grief share. And I don't know. I just, that really sticks out to me. Like I remember really um, not, that made me not feel alone because I was feeling very alone, like in my, which is crazy because I was, I was surrounded by all my family and my loved ones, but it's weird how you can feel really alone. And that was really helpful for me. And just to hear from people who I hadn't heard from, I don't know, was really nice in a way. Because like it was all people from my past that like know me. Yeah. And I don't know. It was just really nice to hear from them when I had it in years. Yeah, Um, definitely. I don't know if that's helpful at all. (laughs) Well, I think it's helpful for people to know, like just reach out. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was about to say is like, I think if there's a message in that, it's just show up. And even if you're hesitant, like, oh, I haven't talked to them in a decade, but I feel for them. Like if you're feeling led to send the text or send the email or mail the card or show up to the funeral, like do it. Do it. Yeah. Because it matters. And I think, Megan, my answer to your question would just be that I almost think less is more for me. So everybody's different. But I think that people who had experienced just deep loss and specifically had lost their mom or dad. It's like you almost, you, it's just this look in the eye where it's like, I get you. Like I get what you're going through and it sucks, you know, and I'm just so sorry. And so to be quite honest, the, the, I did eventually go back and read, but I had some really sweet dear friends like send me really long who had also experienced deep loss in their life. Send me like really long emails or long texts and stuff. And in those first initial weeks, I just wasn't there yet. Um, so it's not that those went unseen or unheard because I eventually did go back and read and listen. But um, I think it's just showing up and there's nothing that you can say, in my opinion, other than just, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And in this really I mean, yeah, sucks. There's, there's nothing that's going to make it better, you know? I know. Um, yeah. You just, and to just let yourself feel what you're feeling in that moment. Like if you need to cry, cry. If you need to scream, scream. If you need to, you know, just, I did that. I mean, we went on a walk and I just started screaming and yeah. people looked at me like I was a freak show <laughs> because they're like, what is happening? <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know. I just think it's good to just let yourself yeah. feel, for sure. Yeah, and I guess that is the only thing that I did say recently to y'all. Know the um, family that I used to work for, and the dad passed away, and I hadn't talked to the wife or the son in probably a decade. <laughs> but I did reach out, and I think that's all I did say besides, you know, just my how sorry I was, but. Uh, I, to the son, he was kind of, you know, opening up a little bit. And I said, just let yourself feel, you know, and don't hold, hold back on that. Right. Yeah. Well, good. I feel like I said pretty much everything y'all said. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) I was thinking about what y'all would say. I said the grief share thing, even though I didn't do that because I knew it helped you a lot. Yeah. Um, Well, cool. Uh, We're also taking applications because we're going to Florida for 4th of July. And Lauren (laughs) and Chris and Kai cannot go. So we're taking applications on who wants to take their room. (laughs) That's hilarious. A really cool house on a really cool (laughs) beach. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, I told Megan this, Krista, another day. But uh, I actually – I went to go cancel our flights. And I was like, well, I'm just going to wait a little bit longer. So – Kai, you know, 
he has. Don't do that to me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll know. We'll know more hopefully over the next two weeks. So yeah, love it. But oh, anyway. I was going to ask you, Lauren, or unless Kristen, you had something to say about Lauren. Y'all went to the New Mexico. What is it called? Caverns. Oh, the Carlsbad Caverns. Yeah, there you I go. highly, yeah. I highly recommend it. It's in New Mexico. Car- right outside of Carlsbad, New Mexico. And it's just like a three hour drive from where we live. But my son's school or grade had their field trip there. And it was really, really cool. So I've been to other caverns. It's been many years, but I think I went to some outside of Austin. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe it's because I'm an adult now and have more of appreciation, but these were massive and really, really cool. So highly recommend it. I feel like I'm being told to go there because I see the commercial for them every day. It's so weird. I know. Well, I I don't know. Do y'all have an Alexa in your house or like one of those things? No. No. That is Uh -uh. so weird. Yeah. So listeners, it was so weird because I mentioned to Megan over the phone even, right, Megan? Yeah. And that we, that Kai had a field trip there. And then literally within days, Megan started getting Carlsbad caverns commercials on her tv I think they're just doing like a lot of states and countries are doing like travel commercials like come visit us you know like trying to get people to travel again huh. i think it was just a coincidence but i don't know the tv's probably maybe roku listens to me because i watch we have a roku and it was on um the peacock app is where i've yeah. been seeing them um i think so, they're listening yeah. to us for sure yeah probably <laughs> I, do too. I mean it's all connected and I have seen multiple ads for New Mexico, not just the Carlsbad Cavern one. There's that one that I see a bunch. And then I see they have one other commercial about going to New Mexico. And I'm like, do I need to go to New Mexico? Like, what is going on? Like, it's kind of working on me, these commercials, because I feel like I need to go there now. I feel like I need to go because my friend Erica lives there now. And I'm like, I've been telling her I need to come visit her. I know. Maybe that's what it is. Should we just all go visit Erica? (laughs) Yeah, we should all go to Rio Doso. Um, but I kind of find, uh, I kind of find it fun and interesting. Like I wish somebody is like listening to me and all my craziness, (laughs) like like sitting back and like, Oh, she's talking about this today. (laughs) (laughs) We got, we got a crazy on our hands. (laughs) Like, I don't really care if someone's listening to me. I'm like, well, you, you're going to know I'm weird. That's for sure. But um, did y'all remember that how dad, some TV producers came to his house and said, we want to film a show at your house? Oh, yeah. What yes, happened is, that? It that, is it that new show that just came out? Okay. With so Jessica it's the Beale? same story. Apparently, so on Hulu, the show it's a show called Candy. And it's the yeah. same story. But it's actually not the producers that came to dad's house because the one oh. – HBO Max is also doing – isn't that weird how, like, multiple networks will do something on the same story? I think that's kind of weird. That's so weird. Because wasn't Nicole Kidman in that one? No. So Nicole Kidman is one of the producers of this TV series on HBO Max. Uh And But the main character in this one is Elizabeth Olsen is playing Uh, Candy. Oh, yeah. That's right. And it's going to be on HBO Max. And they came to our – our house that we grew up in and like took videos and pictures of my dad's house to like 
they were going to pay him to use his house to do this show. And he was like, well, I don't want no murder happen in my house. <laughs> They're like, no, sir, don't worry. Like this will actually be the attorney's house. Um, but it's so funny because I've watched the show now and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, they're looking for total like 70, 80s style houses. Um, so funny. But it's a, ter- I mean, I'm kind of sad. It's just terrible. I mean, it's not, a t- it's a good show, but like the story is just horrible. Yeah. yeah. Sad so wait, whatever it. happened with that? Did they follow so up? So they with ended that? up not y- using dad's house. But now that yeah. I've seen Candy, I understand why. Because on the outside, dad, our house looks, you know, very 70s, 80s. But he's actually updated it, you know. So it really, because, mm. you know, they renovated it in like 2002 or something like that. So it no, really doesn't. It would have been in the 90s because I was like in sixth grade and I graduated 2004. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I was definitely in the well, 90s because I was have, still home. It doesn't have that like 80s look. Like No, it doesn't. You know yeah, what I, I mean? Don't think it does. Yeah. So they ended up not using Dad's house, which makes sense um, now that I've seen like candy on Hulu. Yeah. But I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, we looked at watching it and Bobby read the plot, the story, and I was like, oh, no, I'm not watching that. Oh, no, Megan. <laughs> There's no way you could have no. watched the show. You and no Brandy, way. like I think Lauren too. Maybe I don't. Honestly, it was too much for me. It yeah. was it was a lot. So that'll spark anxiety too, girl. Well, also, I didn't realize Wiley is. I know that I can't watch these shows anymore. Uh-uh. Wiley is like very close to Dallas, by the way. So I was like, oh wow, I didn't even realize that. Wiley, yeah. Well, Church eleven thirty two has a location in Wiley. Why? That's where this story is based. That's where it happened. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. The craziest part to me, y'all, is that she murdered her friend and neighbor and got away. Like, they acquitted her, which is insane. And she just – she's now a mental health counselor in Georgia and, like, changed her name. Can you imagine, like, finding out your therapist is, like, a murderer? That's horrible. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah, that is crazy. That well, is it just good. blows my mind. Anyway, we live in a crazy world. Heaven, I tried to look. You? Yeah, y'all know. Y'all know. I have an FBI app for with my job because I to for my safety. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah. so I'm not gonna lie. I totally looked her up to see like, <laughs> oh like <my> if <laughs> if I could find where she lives and if I know anyone who lives there. I'd be like, don't go to this woman. Oh I'm just God. kidding. I that wouldn't is do that. Hilarious. Oh my gosh. That's wild. Yeah. So crazy. Crazy. Oh, Kristen. Well, you don't have to put this in, but what happened with the lady who hit your car who ended up having insurance? Is, oh are they paying for gosh. it? Oh my gosh. Y'all, talk about <laughs> world of emotions. I was working and I was parked in front of a house, inside the house, and a woman who lived across the street backed up, hit my car, and drove off. And her neighbor told on her, (laughs) which is the funniest part to me. Like, I was like, thank you, neighbor. Um, They left a note on my car and said, hey, I'm so sorry. We just watched our neighbor hit your car. And it's clear that she wasn't going to tell you. Um, So this is the information, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so kind of them to do. But I don't think their neighbor is going to be very happy with them. Um, And so I called her and she was like, I'm so sorry. I was on my way to church. And that's why I didn't stop. 
And I was like, okay. And she was like, I don't have insurance. I'm so sorry. Can my husband just do the work? And I was like, I honestly, because she was like begging me. She was like crying and like begging me not to like do an insurance claim because she didn't have insurance. And so I was like, well, send me your husband's, you know, business information. I'll do some research. Well, he did not have a business. There was no business there. There was no phone number, no website, nothing. And I was like, unfortunately, like, I can't just take it to your husband who I can't even find any information on. Like, I don't trust you at this point, lady. Like, you hit my car and drove off. And um, anyway, so as long story short, turns out I did make an insurance claim. And it turns out she does have insurance. And Megan and Lauren know. Like, I was, like, really upset about this. Like, I felt like I was – such a bad person for like having to put this woman through going through my insurance claim. Anyway, it was a whole thing. She was lying Why? the whole time. She I had insurance. She did that. Why? I don't know. And she used God against me, y'all. Like, yeah, that's please not cool. do the godly thing. Oh, like, oh and gosh. I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You can't use God as a weapon, people. It's not yeah. okay. <laughs> it's not fair. Not oh like that. Gosh. I mean, you can use them yeah. as your armor, but not as well. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Well, this was such a good catch up. I always love how we come on here like with no agenda and <laughs> it just is so fun. Like an hour passes by in no time or however long it's been. Oh, I mean, um, if you think about it, that's what we do in real life. Like, with life. I know. know. Yeah. When we hang out and then it's just like five hours pass and you're like, what happened? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, if anyone wants to join, Megan and I are doing Whole30 for the month of June. Yes. No dairy, no added sugar, no gluten. No alcohol. No alcohol. Well, that's added sugar. <laughs> true, 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 true. Uh, if anyone wants to hop in on our little wagon. Lauren, are you going to do it with us? Yeah, I will. Let's do it. I didn't know that y'all were doing it. Thanks. I'm making that. Michael. He's like, so that means I get to grill a lot. And I was like, yeah, that's what yeah. that means. Need a that's lot of protein. Sunny. I eat a lot of sweet potatoes and avocados on Whole30 because you can have sweet potatoes. Love it. Did y'all know, fun fact, that sweet potatoes actually can turn your skin tan? What? Then I need to eat them every day since I'm so pale. (laughs) Yeah. So it's actually tomorrow. I woke up today thinking it was Wednesday. And, you know, I, I have that little daily calendar that has like the daily life hacks. Yeah. And so I put it on Wednesdays and I actually went, I posted it and then I went to delete it. Cause I was like, wait a second, is today the 25th? No, it's not. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> check out our, ins- well, actually by the time this airs, it'll be gone, but yeah, I'll post it. Well, listeners, thanks for coming along. If you don't have sister blood sisters of your own, thanks for being our sisters and coming along on our sister chats with us. Whoa, yeah. Uh, we only wish that you could also be on the mic so we could get to know you guys, but to that note, please reach out to us anytime for anything. And we, I think you guys know how much rating and reviews and all of that, uh, make a difference in the podcast world. So we really would appreciate just a quick five star or quick rating. And do we want to pray ourselves out? Yeah. Yeah. Megan, Kristen. Sure. I can do it. Father God, thank you so much for these sister chats. I'm so grateful you gave me sisters and gave me a brother and a family that I'm so beyond grateful for. I can't put it into words. I pray that we all 
just seek you every day when we're feeling anxious, when we're feeling just overwhelmed in life, that we come to you and that you ease our burdens um, in the way that everybody talks about, but that we truly feel it, if that makes sense. Um, and I just ask that you show us today how we can impact somebody else or just live out, you know, your plan for us today and every day. And I pray for everybody listening that they seek you and that they feel your love and, um, that they just have a wonderful day, a wonderful week. And thank you so much for everything. We love you. Amen. 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 And I know those with kiddos are finaling up the end of the school year. So many prayers um, for the summer and we just love and appreciate you guys so much. And I am headed off to field day for our last week of school. (laughs) Have Have a good week. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another week of girl. I slept in my makeup. If you like us, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to learn more about us or get in touch with us, go to our website, girlisleptinmymakeup.com, where you'll also find links to our Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And yeah, make it a great week. God bless.